1: Live! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. What a day for the LSU Fighting Tigers in recruiting. It's been a long season. It's been a very, very, very long season. From March when COVID-19 looked like it might shut college football down, to getting the season underway, losing to Mississippi State, losing to Missouri, then all of a sudden, you saw some fight against Texas A&M. You saw guys not want to give up against Alabama, despite of what you believe. Then all of a sudden, they put it all together and beat number six, the University of Florida. And then today, the LSU Fighting Tigers come right out the gate. As Ed Orsron told you one year ago today, We're coming and we're not backing down. What a hell of a day for Ed Orgeron. What a hell of a day for the LSU Fighting Tigers. Guys, I am pumped up. What a hell of a day. A top four, top five recruiting class, depending on what service you look at. 247 Rivals, ESPN, which by the way, ESPN, don't look at their recruiting. Their recruiting's really bad. Their rankings. What a hell of a day. Everybody joining the show, everybody that's just joining us for the first time, my name is Blake Rafino. This is RU Series Sports. Do us a favor, hit the like and hit the share, all 150 of you. If it's your first time, don't forget to hit like us on Facebook and our Twitter, AYS Sports. Also, you can go to our YouTube page and follow us and subscribe there as well. And we greatly appreciate our good partners over at Believe Podcast for wherever you listen to your podcast. Okay, guys, we have a lot to get into. A lot to get into. I mean, I don't really know where to start, but I know where I have to start. Let's get to a couple of these comments. Or before we get to the comments, let's get to a couple of our good friends, no better than our good friends at GM Barndo & Sons. GM Barndo & Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, Routine maintenance, tire repair, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them Blake Ruffino sent you by. And for the number one real estate team in all of the state of Louisiana, you got to go to team.kw.com. That's team.kw.com. No other real estate firm in the North Shore has sold more houses than your home team. If you want to get in touch with any of the great real estate agents today, just give them a call, 985-467-7355. That's 985-467-7355, and tell them Blake Rafino, sent you by. Okay, I see a lot of these comments. Devin Stive, 50-Burger out the gate. Yeah, Carl Dunn, great movie quote to start the show. I know I dig it. Brandon, what's going on, man? Dylan Landry, what's happening, my brother? So I see all of these uh, comments so I'm going to get to them as much as I can and answer as much as I can. You can actually hit hit us with the Ask Blake if you have some questions. Um, really, this show is going to be about recruiting today as it was a huge day for national recruiting. So I'll put this in here in the comments so you can see it all across all three platforms. If you have a question and I'll see it and uh, I'll try to get to it. But let's get to it first. Okay, number one. You got to give Edwards Ron the credit where credit's due in reference to this. I know that a lot of people are going to focus on the simple fact that you had guys like Canoe Coat who flipped from LSU to Alabama, where JoJo Earl flipped from LSU to Alabama. That's going to stick in some people's crawl. And I get that. But let me say this, and let me give you the positive spin on all of this. It was not from a guy in state. How many times have we been under Les Miles, even in the early parts of Ed Orgeron's tenure, that we had times where guys were flipped and guys went to Alabama from inside your state? It seemed like every single year, either Auburn, Alabama, sometimes Florida, would flip guys and get those guys from in-state. So let's look at inside the state of Louisiana to start off. Number one, you lock down Mason Smith, Rivals number one player in the country What a huge get I mean literally Literally and figuratively It was a huge get And then right off the top Right behind that I know that he announced weeks ago But the number one safety this year In Sage Ryan out of the Cadiana Parishes Humongous Those guys normally Under less Miles Likely would One of them I promise you Would have been at Alabama Huge Absolutely huge Let's see. Reginald Cormier says, Ask Blake, we need some trenchmen. Where do we go? Well, Tristan Lee, the five star offensive lineman uh, out of Virginia, did not sign with Oklahoma today. That's a big sign and a really, really good sign that Tristan Lee did not sign today. A lot of people thought he was going to be going to Oklahoma or Florida and signing today, but he didn't. So as of right now, I think you go Tristan Lee. There's some other guys inside. Some guys are inside the portal, some other guys that you can go get. But nevertheless, getting back to that point, when you're locking the state down, Mason Smith, Sage Ryan, Chris Hilton. Now, Brian Thomas, some people uh, are are talking about him. He might come to LSU. He might go elsewhere. There was a push and some smoke today that he might sign early. He did not. Uh, But Savion Jones is going to be waiting for February. I know a lot of people are anxious about this. But everybody I talked to and some sources that I've talked to, uh, not just in St. James, but around LSU, they feel completely confident with Savion Jones signing in February So with LSU, so that's huge. That's absolutely huge. JoJo Earl, we anticipated and felt all day, even though he said he was not going to sign, was going to flip. And then LSU goes and gets Malik Neighbors out of Youngsville, Louisiana. So And then Jack Besh. So locking the state down has been key for LSU and Ed Orsron, and you got to give it to him. You have to give it to Ed Orsron for locking the state down. There's no other way to put it than that's the number one thing that you have to do. But when you don't have enough guys in state to go recruit, like a Georgia, like a California, like a Texas, you have to go out of state. So not only did you get the number one safety that you really need and say, Ryan in all the country, you go to Pennsylvania and beat out Penn State, Ohio State, and all of these big ten schools, Michigan, and go get Derrick Davis Jr. Listen, man. I had not, and I'm being serious when I say this, I had not been more confident about a recruiting class than I am right now. And I know that this is gonna sound recency bias and be a lot of recency bias that I might feel here. But I don't I don't think that's gonna be the case. Now there is one thing, and as Reginald Cormier asked. Earlier, you got to go get some offensive linemen. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. So right now, currently, you have 19 guys that have signed, 22 that are committed to the Tigers. Now, I fully believe that Kari will probably not be with LSU. I just have a hunch and have some sourcing that Kari will not be at LSU, the other safety in this class. But for the rest of this, if 21 guys are going to be in this class, you got to go get more offensive linemen. There is not a question. Uh, Blake, piss or get off the pot. Me? Oh, maybe you're talking about Savion Jones. I, I think the kid's a team guy. Marvin, I really do. I think that, that Savion Jones is a team guy. And quite honestly, I'm glad that he came out and pretty much had solidified back to to LSU. So I, I'm glad with that. Carlton Cisco says, I hope that our defensive recruits can tackle. I know they're going to be a great athletes, but I hope you put them in the right position to be successful. Carlton, let me say this. Let me say this. And I want this to go down on record that Blake Grafino said this. This is by far, and I'm not talking about just in the SEC, but in the nation, the best recruiting class when it comes in, in reference to a defensive line. It, it's not close. Let's read them off here. Mason Smith, uh, yeah, I see that one too. Uh, Landon Jackson. Let's see. I'm trying to get to all these kids that signed. Savion Jones. I'm trying. I'm missing somebody here. Who am I missing? Oh, Bryce Bryce Langston's also a guy that's going to be probably committing too. So that's what I'm missing. So you have de- defensive lineman, four and five star, highly rated guys that are committed to your class. Oh, and by the way, Landon Jackson, the defensive end, 6'6", out of the state of Texas, used to be a five-star recruit, and then they demoted him because he had bad bag work, meaning that he didn't hit the bags hard enough. Man, get out of here with that. Get out of here with that. But if you get Bryce, uh, Bryce Langston out of Florida, Tell me a better uh, team in the nation that has a better recruiting class than you do. You can't. Wow, wow, wow. Something I want to make interesting here, and I, I want to get to it, but I want to wait for this to last. Okay, I want to wait for this. Well, you know what? This, I can make this the bulk of my, I guess, some of my, my recruiting talk today. Garrett Nussmeyer, the quarterback out of Texas. Now, there are some people that have been going on and been texting me and texting others that Garrett Nussmeyer has been the ultimate leader in this class. The ultimate leader of going out and making sure these guys sign early. Garrett Nussmeyer was the guy who everybody talked about who texted Chris Hilton about signing today who was not going to sign today. And as some of these Rudy Pooh reporters are trying to put out hit pieces, the day of National Signing Day, which don't get me started on that, under Ed Orgeron, you have gone and gotten really good quarterbacks. So let's take a look at Ed Orgeron. Now, Miles Brennan, and I get, but that was the year that he came in. But Max Johnson, TJ Finley, Joe Burrow, Lowell Narcisse, all know that he left, but when he was playing this season, was one of the higher-ranked quarterbacks in not just the conference that he was in, but all of college football. Something that I think is interesting here is that Ed Ryan's going out and getting a specific type of quarterback. One that he loves the most. A really smart kid. A kid that has a high IQ and a high football IQ and has a complete football background. Max Johnson, Joe Burrow, and now Garrett Nussmeyer. Huge. It's absolutely fantastic. Let's see. Let's get a couple of these comments. Do transfer Jock Smith says, do transfer portal guys count against this year's numbers? Yes, Jock, they do. Even though the NCAA said that guys could are immediate uh, immediately able to play, uh, the transfer numbers will go against you. Will go against you. John Patton. Look here. Mention John Patton from Area Home Lending. You you guys you got to call him today. 225-663-2500. 225-663-2500. You got, Dude, he's right here. He's in there. Everybody, he's in here. You got to just message him right now. Message him right now say, hey, I want to save Buku's amounts of money on my mortgage. Let me call you now. Let me get in touch with you now. What's up, Mr. John Patton? Good to see you in the show, my good friend. He says, come out and sign first this morning. He did. Garrett Nussmeyer came out first and signed and said, look, I'm going to lead this class. He was a guy that was big on getting Amari Goodwin, the uh, four-star running back out of the state of Alabama, who was pushing, saying, hey, man, we're going back to another national title. What says it you? What says it you? We're going back. You're going to be a part of this program because Auburn looks like they utter chaos right now. Mark Lake, what's up, bud? He said, first year and never got to do with official interviews or face-to-face contact. Amazing. Ray's coming. Yeah, look. That's another thing. Another thing, talking about these running backs too, Corey Connor and Amari Goodwin, Kevin Falk. <laughs> Congratulations, Kevin Falk. Round of applause, my man. Round of applause. What a hell of a job. When Kevin Falk was hired, you guys do realize the next month, coronavirus happened, and he was never able to go in-house. And he got two of two Top 10 running backs in this class. Amazing, amazing work. Absolutely amazing work. So you got to give it up to Kevin Falk, where credit's due. Reginald Cormier says, "I all eyes on three. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Kevin Falk, welcome to the show. Because you did it. You pulled off one huge thing. Guys, we had walk, a walk-on running back taking carries last week. <laughs> you beat Florida, but you're not going to do that when you have, continue to have walk-on running backs Carrying the ball every single week. So big for him. Absolutely huge for him. Everybody joining the show, we greatly appreciate it. If it's your first time watching the show, my name is Blake Grafino, and this is Are You Serious Sports. Do us a favor, hit that like, and hit the share. Subscribe to us and like all of our platforms that you can see right above. We will greatly appreciate that. Uh, let's move over to the defensive side. We, we focused a lot on the offensive side. Uh, Demarius McGee. The cornerback out of Florida, Pensacola, Florida, uh, Nathaniel Wiggins was a guy that flipped and went to Clemson. Or as De- De- uh, Demarius McGee would tell us today, which is interesting. Everybody freaked out that Nathaniel Wiggins had flipped and went to Clemson. Oh my God, LSU! What it, the 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 everything's unraveling? It's like a ball of yarn. Everything's unraveling, but it wasn't. Demarius McGee came out today and said yeah I've been silently committed to LSU for a couple weeks now (laughs) does the Nathaniel Wiggins thing make any sense now I'm not saying Nathaniel Wiggins isn't good but if this kid came out and said he was committed for uh, uh, two or three weeks and all of a sudden Nathaniel Wiggins just so happened to decommit yeah okay yeah sure sounds good to me yeah that makes a lot of sense But it's good that Corey Raymond went and got another uh, cornerback for DBU, now has the two safeties, the two top safeties in this year's class, and another good cornerback. A guy that I'm really excited about, and I'm going to get to the flips. It was happy flipness around Baton Rouge today. If you're a Mississippi State fan and you're inside the show right now, I'm absolutely sorry, but we flipped a lot of yo guys today, dog. Sorry about you, dogs. Sorry about you. I mean, maybe it's not as bad as the University of Georgia getting someone to flip on them and their head coach is Deion Sanders. Hat, hat, hats off to Deion Sanders, by the way. But a couple of guys I'm really looking forward to in this class Xavier Carter out of Georgia, the outside linebacker, and Greg Penn, the third. Guys, we've struggled at linebacker all season long, and it's shown outside of Jabril Cox. Now Bo Pelini, if Bo Pelini is retained, hypothetically, has his guys that are going to come in. Greg Penn III, 6'2", 225 uh, 225 pounds. Xavier Carter, 6'4", 193 pounds. From what I was told today, actually even put on more weight and is more trendy to 205, 210. Absolutely humongous day for this defensive room. Uh, We've mentioned the other safeties. And we've mentioned some of these defensive linemen. Uh, the biggest thing that we're going to see today, and a guy that I liked to, I, I, I liked when I saw his film a lot, was, uh, I can't say his first name, but Strong. Noventique Strong. There we go. Tik Strong. LSU went up to Starkville with the number one recruit in JUCO, the number one linebacker in all of JUCO, and said, say, Big Daddy, you want to come play for the LSU Fighting Tigers? And look, I watched this kid's film today and I was really impressed. He rem- I'm being honest, just the build of this kid. And now I'm not saying he's Devin White. But he reminds me a lot of Devin White. Just a little bit shorter. Dude's got big arms. He runs really well. He hits hard. He can cover in space. He's not, a, he's not afraid to attack an offensive lineman in space and says, hey, bring it on because I'm going to pop you in the mouth. And quite honestly, talk about a culture change. That has been your biggest problem. Whew. Man, man, man. <laughs> it was flip city. Talking about another safety and locking down the state, as we were talking about earlier, Matthew Langwais. Six foot, 185 pounds. Kid's explosive. Kid's fast. He tackles well in space. He covers really well. I mean, outside... Listen, I know that the University of Alabama... I know that the University of Alabama is the number one recruiting class in the nation right now. And if LSU is able to come in here and get some offensive linemen like Tristan Lee and others, guys, I, I... I don't remember a better recruiting class. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. I cannot remember a better recruiting class. Maybe you guys would have to tell me, but this is fantastic. Two guys that I'm going to be interested to see what LSU does uh, here is, I know that he's listed as a wide receiver right now, is Jack Besh and Jalen Sheed. The two guys that I believe will be tight ends. You know what? You know what Kate says right here, 2003 was. But Kate, that's 17 years. No, well, technically, this is a 2021 class. Man, that's 18 years ago. Brother, that's 18 years ago. So if this is your best class, I would say that 2010 class with Odell Beckham, Trey Turner, Jarvis Landry was still extremely good. But this class, I think, has the potentials. Has the potential. And you getting two tight ends right here. I think Jack Besh is going to be an H-back tight end, maybe more of a slot guy. But, man, can that kid block. If you want to see a kid in all of these recruits that plays with high intensity, go pop in film from St. Thomas Moore's Jack Besh. I love that kid's film because, look, he's going to get in your face. He's going to try to run you over run blocking. He's going to uh, go up and try to point the ball at the point of attack and try to get the ball and be the first person there, and he's going to come down with it. And if you try to tackle him, he's going to want to punch you in the face, man. I like this, man. I like the two tight ends. So there is a lot of uh, of good things to work with, to work with here. A lot of good things to work with here. <sighs> I was going to say this until the end. And Deion Smith, the wide receiver out of Mississippi. Hey, talk about a good thing in recruiting too. And talk about Ed Orgeron's uh, connections in the state of Mississippi. Lane Kiffin, there's been some message board chatter that Lane Kiffin thought that Deion Smith was his number one recruit that he wanted to go after. And despite everything that Lane Kiffin tried to do today, and he got a lot of people to flip. I mean, a lot of people to flip. He was not able to flip Deion Smith from LSU. You got to give it to O there. You got to give it to O. Okay, if you have some questions, some recruiting questions, this is what we're going to do. Hashtag AskBlake. I saw some people do it earlier, but if you have some questions, just hit us with this right here. Hashtag AskBlake, and I'll get to it. Uh, Get to all of your questions. Let's see. I saw a comment here. Uh, Colin Thibodeau says don't forget is quarterback at Saint Thomas Moore is also committed to LSU for 2022 uh 2022. Yes, Walker Howard or Walker Howard is also committed to LSU. So a good connection there. LSU is cleaning the state up, guys. I I really I know I kind of sound like a broken record here, but I went back and looked from 2002 to, to and 2003 all the way to now. I do not remember LSU cleaning up the state like they did this, did the, like they did today. I can't remember a time. I mean, and look, the recruiting rankings showed that too. They absolutely, absolutely cleaned up in the state, and they're possibly going to get more. Let's see. Craig Dugas says, "Y'all think Insmater stayed awake all day to see who signed?" Oh, come on, man. Come on. Steve Ensminger, per some things that I heard, Steve Ensminger, you better be glad he was still your offensive coordinator right now because he could have, he might and more than likely kept this class together with a lot of things, especially what he did with Max Johnson Saturday against Florida. You think, you mean it, you cannot convince me. You cannot convince me that that game Saturday and beating Florida didn't help some of these recruits sign today. Cannot convince me whatsoever. None. One thing I will talk about and mention, and I should have mentioned in the open, you know what actually scares me a little bit, and something that I don't know if the NCAA thought through a lot, is a lot of these kids did not go on recruiting visits. So you have kids that never, ever, and I know it's not always their fault, but never, ever stepped on a campus, and now they're committed to the school, no more than the University of Alabama. I'm not saying that there's cheating going on. I'm not saying that. <laughs> but this smells like a old Miss uh, Hugh Freeze type situation. Now I know that they couldn't go on campus and I get that. But man, you saw you guys saw the the kid today from Georgia. He signed with Georgia and all of a sudden he had a brand new car. Like, don't put that on social media. Get the kid a new car. Hell, if you get paid money to get recruited, I don't care what that you're getting paid. Everybody's getting paid, but don't put it on social media. Just don't do it. Marvin says need a new OC. Yeah, I remember. Or, yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, Carl Dunn says rebuilding the wall. Yeah, like it's like where the uh, the wildlings are. The uh, what do you call? Not the wildlings. The uh, what do you call those people that Jon Snow uh, joined in Game of Thrones? What's that called? I forgot what that's called. But the wildlings are... No, they're not called the wildlings. Whatever they were. But we got to build that wall. Uh, Lee says, we coming? Hell yeah, we're coming. Absolutely, we're coming. Kellen says, that 2016 class, they locked up nine of the top ten. But this LA class is up there with locking down. I agree. Kellen, I agree. Absolutely agree. It's huge. Let's see. Cade says, hashtag ask Blake, if the Tigers do not get those linemen that we desperately need, what does the coaching staff have to do? uh, Get some JUCOs? Yeah, they have to get JUCOs. But here's the thing, and the thing that Ed Orsrod is going to have to make sure that he does, if you have 22 guys in this class and you already have 22 guys signed, Logan Diggs is another guy that I want everybody to look out for, the running back out of Archbishop Rummel I know that he tweeted that he was not signing into February. He's a Notre Dame commit from the state of Louisiana. I don't know if, it, I don't know if LSU doesn't try to uh, flip that commitment and get him to sign maybe Friday. I'm not saying he will. I'm not saying he won't. Uh, but just look out for that. Okay, there's a lot of kids in the transfer portal you can go get, some grad transfers that you can go get. You absolutely have to go get them. There's not a point. There's not a... Now that you have the 22, you have to use the last three for offensive linemen. You have to pray to God that you can hold on to Tristan Lee. You have to make sure that you do everything to try to get him. And if you don't, if you don't, then you're going to be scrambling. You're going to be scrambling. But I fully believe and I hope that the entire offensive line for LSU comes back. I know that Ed a- Ingram might relieve. And it feels like Austin Deculus will leave. But you do have a lot of uh, good offensive linemen in the state of Louisiana next year. But you're going to have to get more than one. Garrett Dellinger, who is one of the better uh, recruits, offensive linemen out of the Midwest. I mean, he's a great offensive tackle. But he can't be your only offensive lineman in this class. He just can't. You're going to have to find more offensive linemen if you want to be dominant like LSU has been in the past. There's no question about that. Absolutely none. Michael Ray says, ask Blake, how do you think we finish? I think that you finish strong. I think that you get Bryce Langston. Uh, I know that he has some grade issues that looks like has been aired out. I think that you get him. I still think you get Savion Jones. Uh I think Kari Gee leaves. I think that Logan Diggs possibly comes into this class. I don't know what other offensive linemen that they're going to get. I feel like they're going to put a lot of pressure to go get some. I feel like they're going to put a lot of pressure to get some offensive linemen, but who knows? (laughs) Thanks, Stephen Miller. I just got a text from Stephen Miller. Guys, I'm not good with names. I'm just gonna let y'all know that right now. I am not good with names at all. Let's see. Brandon says, as Blake, can we get offensive coordinators who has worked with you freeze? I'm sure you can, but I'll tell you what, let uh Ed Orgeron won't. He he does not like you freeze, y'all. He despises you freeze. So I highly doubt that he's gonna go get a guy that's worked with you freeze uh in the past. Uh Mark Lake says Moco and Kaimo at OL. Yeah, those are two guys, and there's some other guys that entered the transfer pool of the day. There are guys out there that you can definitely go and get, uh, but I don't know how they're going to get all – I don't know if they're going to get those guys. We'll have to see how this next month goes, especially January, early February. Let's hope that they can get them. Let's hope that they can get them because they need to. They need to finish this class with offensive linemen to solidify this class. Uh, Brent Robbins says, ask Blake – should we be worried about all these allegations in February or hurting Coach O's future with jobs and with job and recruits? Uh, I think it's something to monitor. I think it's definitely something to monitor. I don't know if Ed Orzron's going to get uh, in trouble or, or or get a pop from this, um, but we better hope we better hope not. But look, if anything that we know right now is, it's a good sign that you had that you had these guys sign a fantastic sign. That all these, literally, I guess you could say that you had these recruits sign. I feel like they have a good, uh, a good, a good feel on that. Cade says, ask Blake, do we need a new old line coach? Need a guy who can develop these young guys into studs?" Well, Cade, quite honestly, look what you have at offensive line right now in the NFL: Sadiq Charles in the NFL starting, Lloyd Cushenberry starting for center at, for Denver, and Damian Lewis is starting at right guard for the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, I don't know what we're talking about with development here. Look, it's not all James Craig's fault that he that there's only one offensive lineman. Ed Orgeron's still a head coach, and you do have a recruiting coordinator. So I'm not putting all this on James Craig. And look, you ran the ball against the number six team in the country for 181 net yards. I Look, I, I'll give James Craig another crack at it. Uh, Country2529 says, who do you think are – what you think about our quarterback situation for next season? If Miles comes back, who transfers? It might be Miles Brennan that transfers. Look, I, I have beat this over the head time and time again. Name a season Miles Brennan has been healthy. Name one. Because I can't. 2018, nope. 2017 or 2017, nope. 2018, nope. 2019, back issues. 2020, yeah. I mean, look, he's never been he, he he's never been healthy. I, I'm i not saying cut Miles Brennan. I'm not telling him to transfer, but I think if you're Ed Orgeron, you have to come to a realization. Look, man, unless this guy's head and heels better than Max Johnson, TJ Finley, or Garrett Nussmeyer, I'm not running him out there. Steven Miller says, Ed just said Deion Smith ri- reminds him of Justin Jefferson. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, if, if 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 this kid is Justin Jefferson, sign me up. Sign me up. Please, sweet baby Jesus. Look, LSU did great on the recruiting trail today at wide receiver. Uh Deion Smith, Chris Hilton. I mean, I get that people are upset that JoJo Earl flipped, but you got uh Malik neighbors who, by the way, Malik Neighbors catches everything. Everything he catches. I mean, if you put it in his general direction from the film that I've seen, that dude's going to catch it. Lee says, hearing Brennan's a Southern Miss. Well, I don't know. How do I say this? Um, Miles Brennan might not play again, per some reports. There's some cons- a little concern there. Um, but I'm not. I have not heard that he that he's going to Southern Miss. I mean, I think he's more worried about getting back on the actual field before worried about transferring because you know, good and damn well, Ed <laughs> telling them that he's the starter. He hell, he's going out in the media and said that. Uh, Country says I was thinking the same thing, Blake. Especially after the fan base threw him away after the SE game. Uh, maybe. Uh, go Philly. What's up, Go Philly? He says, yeah, Diggs seems to be dependent on Rayshawn Davis, so hopefully we don't need to go there. Yeah, Rayshawn Davis, the linebacker out of California. Uh, you know what I'm surprised about? I'm surprised none of y'all asked me a Corey Foreman question. I'm really surprised I have not gotten a Corey Foreman question. Like, shocked. <laughs> I'm really shocked I have not gotten a uh, – A Corey Foreman question. Kate, I see your thing right there about Jacob Hester. Chill out with that, dog. Jacob Hester's one of the best dudes out there, dude. Come on. What did he do to you? I mean, come on. Uh, Steven Miller says, Hanny and Hester couldn't answer me today when I asked if they thought Brendan could play a full season next year healthy. Well, Steven, I'm right there with you. He hasn't. He hasn't. I mean, at some point... Do I think that he is a talented individual? Absolutely. Fully believe that he's a talented individual. There's no taking it away from him. But man, if you're not on the field playing, you're not doing anybody any favors. Nobody. And at some point, you got to cut ties. And I'm not saying to do that right now, but man. Michael Ray says, told you Brendan out. Them freshman has his neck. Possibly. Uh, we all saw the Max Preps post on Foreman, yeah. But when's Max Preps really been? I mean, do I think he signed with USC? Yes, Pe- uh, Miss Peggy, I do. But I don't trust Max Preps with you know with anything. If I gave him this pen, I wouldn't trust Max Preps with it. <laughs> I wouldn't trust them. I wouldn't trust them. They've been they've been so wrong on some stuff. Anyway, but. Yes, Miss Peggy. Yes, they did leak. They leaked that he was going to USC. They didn't leak. They, they did ain't leaked that. They knew what they was doing. Uh, Michael Ray says, do we care if we get Foreman? I mean, you would really want him. You would you would absolutely want want him, but you're not going to get him. And for all these things, dude, if I hear, oh, this is a package deal again, oh, so and so is a package deal, so and so is a package deal. It's never happened. Unless you're a twin, like the Brockermeyer twins who went to Alabama today, unless you're, unless that's your brother, there's no package deals. I, I, I'm so tired of hearing, well, they're a package deal. They want to play together. You know what? I wanted to play with Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, uh, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, uh, Drew Brees. I want to play with all of them. But I'm washed up old and white, and I wasn't ever really that good. So... <laughs> I mean, I'm just calling it like it is. Southeastern or not, Southeastern didn't prepare me to get good. Uh, Davis is waiting to see who the next uh, DC is, says Mark Lake on Facebook Live. Yep, he sure is. Yep, he sure is. So, I think that they should go at – I think that's a little bit of an excuse, Mark, if we're being a little honest. I think that they told him Bo going to be back. I think that he's listening to rumors – Kind of like the rumors, if you saw this morning that I posted on Twitter, all those hit pieces that everybody's posting, the guys that have not graduated from LSU. Let me take a minute to roast somebody right quick. If you're not a graduate from LSU or a lifelong fan and you keep putting hit pieces out, let me take this comment down because I might want to edit this and and go. But if you want to write hit pieces about LSU and you're not a fan in or a graduate and you want to do it right before National Signing Day, Quit, take your job, go somewhere you want to go, go to a school that doesn't have aspirations of winning a national title, take your little pencil that you write down on all the stuff and all your hit pieces and get your happy ass out of Baton Rouge because you're not wanted. I saw three hit pieces on LSU today. Three. Trash. Trash. It pisses me off. Guys, to no end. Why are you going to write a hit piece on National Signing Day? You mean to tell me that, and I'm not saying this is true, using a hypothetically, I know it didn't happen, but you mean to tell me that JoJo Earl has not been seeing what they've been writing over the last couple weeks? You mean to tell me who Chris Hilton uh, Jr. and his family, Chris uh, Chris Hilton Sr., who confirmed The hit pieces were bothering the shit out of him. And then you do it again on National Signing Day, and you want to ask us the question if you have loyalty to LSU? Hell no, you don't have loyalty to LSU. Bum. So tired of these bums. Anthony Mitchell says, Blake, what's up with Cardell Thomas? Needs to get in shape, brother. Needs to get in shape. No other question about it. Marvin, or, uh, Mark says, possibly. Lee Trey says, what was a great tweet by you earlier today? Loved it. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Marvin Mackey says, roast them, Blake. Tired of these dudes. Yeah. Bill Goldberg. I'm just tired of it, y'all. How you going to put out a hit piece today? You know why they put out hit pieces? Let me see how many people we have actively live on Facebook. Hold on. 102 people are watching us actively live on Facebook Live right now. Let's go to YouTube. Six on YouTube and 41 on Twitter. That's why they do it. Because they want to put out hit pieces to get their numbers up because they can get their little raise for their mind so they can tell their mommies. Mommy, I got a raise. Ain't dog. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I went on a little... Tangent there, but dog, I just can't take it anymore. I cannot take it anymore. Writing your little hit pieces, Blake says, "Dog, off the chain." <laughs> I appreciate it, but man, it just it. it uh, why? Please, somebody tell me why. I get it. This is politics, and you're putting hit pieces out, and I don't want to get into politics because this show never gets into politics but man this is college football stop acting like a national writer this ain't CNN Fox News big daddy you ain't Ben Shapiro I mean <laughs> come on bro just j- a joke an absolute joke Jesus, and Pete Paul says get him. I'm gonna go like little Wayne says yeah, you get him. Yeah, I got him. How about him? I'm going to have to go listen to, uh, I'm going to have to go listen to some little Wayne after this. Maybe some Jeezy. Tony Weaver, my guy. What's up, man? He says, my guy's on 1,000 right now. Hashtag Ruffino's rants. Yes, sir. We have spoken. So got, he has spoken. you dang right we have spoken. You're writing those stupid hit pieces. I'm not going to call him out. Because all they're going to do is just start drama They know who they are You know who they are But you're putting hit pieces out All right. let's get to a little bit more recruiting We'll we'll call it a night Something that I was interested in Something that I was a little bit interested in Is uh, I was surprised that LSU Did not go get another corner I know that they had Nathaniel Wiggins And Demarius McGee uh, was signed I thought that they might go get another corner That's something I'm a little shocked about I don't know who or where or where they would have gone and gotten another corner. I thought that they could use another one. Now, they got a lot of young guys. Let's not get this twisted. And a lot of these young guys have played. Uh, Jay Ward is going to be playing. Uh, uh, Cardell Flott. Derek Stingley is going to be gone next year, but he's still playing. Uh, Eli Ricks. So, I guess I understand the simple fact that they don't didn't go get another one. I, maybe I can understand that. But I would have liked if they're going to use a number instead of taking three and four safeties. Now they might go get another one. I don't know. I don't know that. But if Cardi is out, maybe you put a Logan, get a Logan uh, Diggs in. I don't know if he'll play linebacker safety, whatever they want him to play. That was something that shocked me a little bit. Something that I was a little shocked about. I I kind of wanted them to sign another one, but that's on me. If I had to. It, uh, mcgluthern yeah bella bella uh bella just said that on facebook live bella it's a good point mcgluthern is another one who played fantastic they have a lot of corners and a lot of young dbs just thought they should go get another one thought they should go get another one let's see y'all keep hearing those babings bings. let me mute that conversation right quick you hear me so y'all don't be hearing that. All right, I got, we got some uh, more questions in here. Dakota says, "Do you think Gilbert comes back next year? Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Uh, I think they're good at cornerback this cycle. You can never go. You can never have not have too many corners. You remember there has been drafts where uh, Bill Belichick has taken like three of them. You can never have too many corners. Hey, look, and and here's the reason why: Cardell Flat went out. And then you had to put McLaughlin in. Now I know that Darren Evans will likely come back. It's just a little, I mean, look, you need a true, in my opinion. Now they might have him, and Cordell Flott might be that guy. But Cordell Flott is going to be a junior, ne- or technically a junior next year, and he could leave. He could leave along with, uh, w- uh, with Derek Stingley. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I feel like they need a true nickel, like a true guy that can cover in the slot, a real speedster. Uh, Go Philly says Sage can play safety Nickelback corner and neighbors can play Some corner too if possible yeah neighbors are Going to play they might move him over there But I think he's going to play wide receiver Unless unless Ed Orgeron says Something different I would this One thing that I was expecting one thing I was expecting uh, Steven Miller says can we just get Evans To Mississippi State <laughs> I hope so I hope So okay uh, Deboot Miller What's up, D-Boot? D-Boot says, need o lyman Yeah, we do. Yeah, we knew. Ryan Thibodeau says, insurance, maybe, nickel, yes. Well, you always need insurance. You know who you need to go to my guy for some insurance? Mr. Michael Bazile, our financial advisor. He does insurance and financial planning. You got to give him a call today at 504-343-1576. Not, uh, 504-343-1576. If you live for it, you better plan for it. Uh, Let's see. Cade says right here, until Sage makes place at LSU, I don't care what his stars are. Kate, let me ask you a personal question, Big Daddy. Are you just... Come on, man. Get some energy in you. Get some positivity. <laughs> Get some positivity, dog. Like, come on, bro. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to Tigerbait.com. Yeah. Go to Tigerbait.com. Use the promo code AYS30. All right, let's get a couple more minutes and we'll get out of here. Uh Go Philly says, yeah, it would be great if somebody could step up at nickel with Rix and Stingley on the outside next year. Yeah, d- absolutely. And look, you got McLuthern who played great. You you you, you <laughs> He played fantastic in my opinion. Joey Ken, what's up, Joey? He says, Can re- can we get recruits Some new coordinators too Yeah you're gonna You're going to You're gonna have some shake up You're absolutely gonna have some shake up No question about that Sage a dog boy Yeah Sage is a dog Sage is a dog Go pop in that film I don't care what them stars say either now Sometimes But come on bro I mean they ain't wrong They're wrong some <laughs> there was a guy on 247 who was really wrong today. I ain't going to say his name, but he called me out before. He called me out before, but my dog was so wrong today, man. <laughs> I ain't going to clown that dude. Oh shoot. But he was wrong. <laughs> Massively wrong. Chris says Sage Ryan will be better than Landon Collins and Jamal Adams I don't know man Jamal Adams and Landon Collins was really good but Jamal Adams was an absolute dog freak he was a dog I mean I hope he is I think he's got the skill set uh, Lee asks how many today were early enrollees 19 oh no, no no not early enrollees that I do not know Lee that I would I'm gonna have to go with someone else to get I do not know uh, somebody in the comments. Somebody in the comments will know. Somebody in the comments, help me out. How many of how many of the early enrollees does LSU have? Don't forget BJ Ojalary. Hmm. Well, he's a DN, but yeah. But look, hey, talk about this defensive line of class again, really quickly. Look, Jaquelyn Roy, uh, Tank Guillory That's two defensive tackles. Mason Smith. Good lord. Good lord, man. Uh, B.J. Ogilary, maybe Andre Anthony comes back. Uh, Bryce Langston's another defensive end. Like, you, dude, this defensive line class is sick. Ed Orsron, look, Ed Orsron has a, a hell, a hell of a defensive line class and guys that are already there. <sighs> uh, something I want to say, too, um, if you remember LSU flirted with Joseph Evans... They really flirted with Joseph Evans on the offensive line. I'm going to throw this out there. I wouldn't be surprised if Joseph, uh, Joseph Evans went back to the offensive line. He needs to. He absolutely needs to. Uh, Allie Gay, uh, Blake Blake Quibido says that Allie Gay, yes. Allie Gay is another one. <laughs> Man, if this if the offensive line comes back outside of Austin Deculus and this defensive line comes back outside of Glenn Logan, It's going to be nice, man. It's going to be nice. Uh, Mark says, 7-8 early enrollees according to 247. There you go. And I think that there's a limit, too. You can only have maybe 10. I think you can only have a max of 10. Mason Smith is (laughs) the truth, but I know what you're saying. Defensive line Will be insane, says Jeff. Yeah, they will. Paul says eight. Okay, so they have eight early enrollees. Eight, eight early enrollees. Uh John Patton says that's Bama's O line every year, unfortunately. That's true. <laughs> that's true. God, they're so good at recruiting the offensive line. And if LSU wants to be a uh a, a contender again, they gotta go get a good offensive linemen. Look, you had three starting offensive linemen that were on was on your team last year in the NFL. Two, at one at center, one at guard, and one at tackle. And Adrian McGee, you know, was with the Saints and got cut. So, anyway. All right, a couple more we're going to get out of here. You forget an 0-3 jack hunt, the free safety, a wide out, turned free, uh, Leron Landry, quarterback, turned strong safety. All I'm saying, Blake, big dog. Okay, what you talking about, homie? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, D. Boot Miller says Alabama two best recruits are five five star offensive linemen. 2021 20, starts in the trenches, not just D line. Yeah, D. Boots right. Yeah, I think it's the first time I was listening to somebody on ESPN today say that it's the first time that they since they've been monitoring and recruiting that a team got not only the first uh, offensive lineman off the board but the second one as well. But you got the defensive look. You have the D line to go up against them, D boot. That's not going to be a. That is not going to be an issue with this defensive line they got. The problem's going to be can LSU match that offensive line. That is the only question that they have. The absolute only question that they're going to have. Uh, Joey Kent says Matthew Langway is a nice compliment to Sage Ryan at safety. Yeah, and so is uh, uh, the Davis kid, the uh, safety out of Pennsylvania the number two safety in the country. Look, they got some athletes now. LSU's, look, LSU's four and five in a top three uh, team in the country when it comes to recruiting. They're going to get back. They're going to get back. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Carl Dunn says it's, it's on like Donkey Kong, one team, one heartbeat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There is one team. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that neither, man. If I was drinking tonight, I'd be I'd be letting it rip. Athletes can play anywhere. That's not true. Kate on Facebook Live says athletes can play anywhere. Kate, that's just not true. Absolutely not true. I mean, most athletes can, but you can't expect a wide receiver to go play DB. That's never played DB. That that ain't true. All right, two more. We're getting out of here. Keith Wilbanks. What's up, Keith? He says, why would anyone want to go to Bama and only play two years if that? Because national titles and Nick Saban and and uh, not only national championships but going to the draft. That's why. I mean, look, it's fun winning. It sucks losing. If you're an LSU fan, you know exactly, exactly how much this season sucked. That don't happen in Alabama's worst, worst year in a century. Not century. Yeah, well, that would be a century. Since two thousand and nine was eleven and two. I know they had that ten and three year uh, with McElroy, but whatever. But over the last eight years, the the worst season is them going eleven and two without their starting quarterback. That's why people go and look. I hate Alabama. Uh, Mark Lake says, Bama has number one and number two tackles, number one center and number two guard. Jesus Christ. Well, you know what? You got the defensive line to go get them. Hey, in two and three years, that is going to be one hell of a matchup. That, Mark Lake, this is, and everybody, this is setting up for 2011 again. I I think that both teams will score points. That's not what I'm saying. There's going to be touchdowns scored, but the athletes are going to be on the field On that LSU Bama game, it's going to be 2011 ish. It's going to be scary in two and three years. It's going to be a dogfight. An absolute dogfight. Somebody I didn't bring up. Thank you, Blaine Smith. Peyton Todd, the number one punter in the nation. Alabama ain't do that. (laughs) Alabama ain't do that. Jack Hunt did, Blake, but Jack Hunt played two years as a DB. He played two years. Actually, technically two and a half. Uh Blake Quibido says, at hashtag asks Blake, how does the running back room le- look next year? Any transfers uh out due to recruiting? I would expect so. I would expect so. I would probably expect John Emery and Ty Davis Price to come back. I would probably think Trey Bradford would come back. Um and these two and these two running backs. Uh I I think Chris Curry, if anything, would be the odd man out. I fully believe that, and maybe another one. There could easily be two running backs that are going to leave you. All right, guys. My name is Blake Rafino, and this is Are You Serious Sports. LSU had one hell of a recruiting time today. Don't forget before we leave, hit the like on Facebook, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube. Go listen everywhere you listen to podcasts. Go rate and subscribe there. We will greatly, greatly appreciate it. We will see you again tomorrow, Jonathan Rifkin and former LSU pitcher Zach Pearson will be joining the show. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you then. Have a good night.
0: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.